Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of P-S-I-A-U. That was better than our barely last said it in unison. Yeah, that that was better. That was better for sure. Our last one was awful. <laughs> it was so bad. Well, you guys, we um are finally here. We have been through every trial and tribulation in the book to get this recorded. Um, this is about our fourth time going through the entire process. We've had headphone issues, sound issues, FaceTime issues, Wi-Fi issues. But here we are for our fans. We care. We, we care so much. We are putting in the time. We, uh, full disclosure, we had done an actual full out recording of our first episode. Thought that everything had gone great. And then we went, we went back and listened to it. It turned out that it was uh, pretty much was a one-sided convo with <laughs> Sarish talking to herself. So it sounded like Sarish was having a crazy three-hour monologue. <laughs> Herself. It was three hours. We didn't mean for it to be, but we had so much to say. Exactly, exactly. And don't worry, these, these episodes are not going to be three hours. They're not going to take that much of your time. No, don't worry to. at all. But before we get into it, we should probably introduce ourselves. Yes, yes, that's important. <laughs> so uh, uh, my name is Parker and... Uh, my name is Sarish. And like we said, our podcast is P.S. I Hate You. Yes, and for uh, for some kind of insight behind that name, uh, the reason is because since my name is Parker, it starts with a P. And my name is Sarish, and it starts with a uh, the letter S. So there you go. That is the P.S. part of the <laughs> of the uh, title. And yeah, we did P.S. I hate you, and it's not going to be any a type of hate filled podcast or anything like that. No, but it's going to be a uh, an honest examination of all things uh, pop culture, past and present. So we thought it was kind of a fun name to uh, to pretty much describe uh, the type of content we would be discussing. And as you get to know Parker and myself, you'll probably realize we're not those people that are snobs over the things we watch, read, listen to. We're not going to analyze it more than it needs to. We just exactly. tell you what we like and what we don't like. Exactly. We do not view pop culture from a pretentious perspective where it becomes so annoying Mm -hmm. and i mean we watch everything from you know the reality shows to the 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 oscar movies and everything pretty much in between so a whole range of pop culture (laughs) yeah so hopefully as you listen you realize we also are huge disney channel fans right we really do love good old disney so when disney plus came out that was a a joyous moment for Parker and myself. Exactly. Like uh like many of us um you know kind of uh who grew up in the uh in the early to mid 2000s you know in the Disney Channel Renaissance uh where we loved all of those um obviously the original series, the original movies um and everything um kind of wrapped up into that as Disney was very good at packaging all of their stars as actors and singers and everything else in between <laughs> even the Mitchell Musso couldn't sing Sorry, exactly Mitchell. i mean if Mitchell Musso can have a single anyone can okay that should be your <laughs> inspiration for today <laughs> that should be your new year's resolution <laughs> Mitchell Musso can sing so- Right, exactly. I mean, that's pretty inspiring. Uh, but anyway, we're going to devote some time to our uh, to pop culture present and pop culture past. Um, yes. So we'll kind of look back at things that we're nostalgic for, but of course, also discuss the current um, things that are happening uh, today. So, 
Absolutely. So before we jump into it, maybe Parker, we should tell them a little bit about ourselves and how we've become such good friends. Right, exactly. I think that is a good idea before we get into the uh, the uh, meat of our podcast. Yeah. So, um, I well, let's see. We met, we both went to high school together. Well, part of high school. Um, right. I grew up in Florida, but then I moved to uh, <clears throat> Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, and went to Piedmont High School. Go Wildcats. Go Wildcats. That's right. We have the same mascot as High School Musical. Okay. Mm-hmm. Be jealous. The school was just as great. It's such a good arts. No, it wasn't. Exactly. It, really wasn't it was the that. exact same. People <laughs> dancing in the cafeteria. Of course. State of the Art Theater and Science Naturally, Club. Zac yeah. Efron strolling the halls. Right? Belting his belting his uh his heart out on a daily basis. <laughs> so we went to high school together. We met my sophomore year your freshman year right yes correct we've been friends for oh my gosh a long yeah, time like like eight, seven, years. eight years yeah like yeah eight years now. <laughs> um, we took spanish class together el clase de espanol see that is where we first became friends because we, we often did you know those silly little projects together making skits and all that 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 sort of thing definitely binds people together <laughs> pretty sure we even recorded like a spanish podcast at one point so that was just probably oh, I, a think, lot of I think we did so wow this is actually this is actually the second episode <laughs> there was a eight-year hiatus but <laughs> we got busy this is a bilingual podcast by the way okay first one in spanish this one in english we're, we're who knows worldwide, what's next worldwide podcast <laughs> um so yeah we've been friends for a long time we went to ou together so the university of oklahoma boomer sooner yes all Absolutely. four years <laughs> Although, did you see that they brought the old mascot back? Yes, uh, there was a big thing where uh, the the mascot for for basketball is now this mutt named Top Dog. <laughs> mutt. I, I think it's spelled it's spelled D A U G. Yes, I don't even understand that where that came from. But there were um... <laughs> posters all over. So I work at which I guess I'll tell you about in a little bit. I work right. at OU, and there were posters all over the building saying top dog found come tonight oh really i didn't i i did not know this so this so it was a, there whole was a whole thing campaign huh? a whole campaign for the game on tuesday i think and i think people got really excited and went and it was probably the oh, highest attendance good. our games have had this season in a while yeah, yeah exactly well i'd only heard about it because the um the ou basketball twitter had been tweeting like these nonsensical tweets all day and i assumed that the account had gotten hacked because it was <laughs> because it was just saying like you and then like SKSK, WJ, whatever. It was <laughs> yeah, something like that. It was just a bunch of nonsense. And so I was like, oh, it's gotten hacked. And like, they can't figure out how to get back in and delete it. <laughs> but then I was like, oh, no, it's like this top dog had taken over uh, yeah, hacked their by a dog. Twitter and had been tweeting. So, I mean, whatever. Good for them. Yes, I know. Good publicity stunt here and Good there. Good for but top dog. We, yeah, we went to OU together. Um, and then last year, Parker and I were actually roommates. Right. We uh, we spent uh, every waking second. No, I'm kidding. Of course. No, every moment. <laughs> yes, we lived together last year. It was so much fun. Um, and it was, yeah, that was my senior year of college and mm-hmm. Sarish, which we'll get into what we're doing job wise now um was actually a uh teacher last year so mm-hmm. yes keyword was was <laughs> and so that was last year as i'm <laughs> as i'm foreshadowing what's to come but now we were ripped apart yeah. by by life no, and believe it or not this is when we decide to start a podcast when i'm exactly. living in norman oklahoma 
Exactly. And I'm all the way in the uh, Washington, D.C. area. But once I moved, that was when we decided to actually start making it. It makes no sense we know, but just timing is now right. So shout out to Anchor, though, because it lets you do that. Exactly. Shout out to the Anchor app um, for letting us do this sponsor remote us. recording. Yes, <laughs> for, for the actual app itself. It's like we don't need to be, to be doing ads because you are using our service <laughs> so that's a little bit about our history um and we want to tell you a little bit about ourselves so parker do you want to tell them a little bit about kind of your where you live what you do for work what you did in undergrad that type of thing yeah sure thing sure thing sarish so um as i previously mentioned i yeah, moved out to the washington dc area last summer um i'd always uh grown up and lived I- in oklahoma so it was a bit of a change to kind of move move away for a more uh, permanent thing um but um i am now working at a uh, law firm um here in dc and i like it a lot so far i just started that job um last month so still somewhat new um in my undergraduate education at ou i studied linguistics um so i'm not really using it but um that <laughs> was what i studied and liked it a lot um and yeah and we'll get into our kind of our pop culture interests later on um like we've we've uh mentioned already um mm-hmm. but that's yeah a little bit about me um yeah. Sarish, what have you been up to <laughs> well I'm so glad you asked <laughs> so I guess a couple of things one I also did undergrad at OU in elementary wow. education I'm not anywhere near elementary education <laughs> now but um, she has grown up matured <laughs> yeah I'm over the whole elementary education <laughs> scene but like Parker said I taught last year middle school sixth grade loved it taught at Whittier Middle School it was really fun. Had some interesting, interesting students. And I've told Parker lots of stories when I got home from work. Um, Without names, okay. Of Not course, her. we respect yeah. FERPA. Yeah, exactly. Podcast. It was all legally uh, right. So, <laughs> um, But then after teaching, um, Parker and I actually were both heavily involved in the union programming board. It's like a student organization that does event planning and leadership. And I applied to be the advisor and coordinator over it. And I got it. So I've been doing that for six months, seven months now. Yeah, seven months now. So like I said, I work at OU in the student union, um, just advising students. We plan events. Um, Honestly, it is just like a lot of fun. Like a lot of the events, we do things like retro night and phone party. Parker and I both love to dance. (laughs) Yes, we do. (laughs) That is one of our favorite pastimes. And so to work somewhere where I literally get to dance sometimes she's paid to dance every day and why <laughs> that might not sound like a respectable job it is in it this is. context okay it's in this context. higher education everyone right. back off <laughs> so that's kind of what i'm doing now but yes i live in norman i live alone um and i live with a dog yeah sorry i don't live alone i guess his name is winston yeah napping. you have a roommate okay she's living with a man <laughs> <laughs> yeah last year i lived with three boys and now i'm living with a man <laughs> Wait, how old is um is Winston? Do you know? So I adopted him from the Humane Society. Adopt, don't shop. Good job, um, PSA. Yeah, thank you. He they said he think they think he was three, so he's probably three and a half. Okay, so in dog years, yeah, he's like twenty four, twenty five. Wow, he he's our same age, pretty yes, much. Yes, wow. he's literally my age. I didn't yeah. even realize that. Wow. Yes, he. I was telling Parker he just had a surgery, had two teeth extracted, so he's kind of passed out, which is good for this podcast because then yeah. he's not barking or squeaking. Yeah, I had I had absolutely no idea that um, dogs had to have like dental surgery. I didn't realize that was. I mean, 
I think, I mean, it makes sense. Their yeah, teeth are somewhat teeth. similar to people's teeth, I guess. I'm not, I'm no, no vet by, uh, by <laughs> any means, but. <laughs> um, sounds like something you might be interested in. Maybe master's program. Wow. Yeah. Full complete 180, guys. <laughs> you heard it here first. I'm going to vet school. <laughs> let's, help, let's help keep Parker accountable 2020. <laughs> that is not one of my new year's resolutions. I'm putting it out there right now. No, yeah. never. <laughs> are some of your new year's resolutions since we just kicked off the year yeah i guess we are only uh, a few weeks in um i normally don't love making resolutions in general i just feel like they're kind of hard to stick to and i don't love you know the whole concept of them but i did make a few sounds like a slacker (laughs) no (laughs) i just i mean it's just unnecessary pressure to for yourself to like write them down have models and look back like and just be like oh i only committed two out of my 12 (laughs) or you know ones or something like that so anyway um, I usually, you know, what, like to make kind of a few that are a little, a, a little bit kind of smaller in scale um, and a little bit easier to um, attain. So um, one of mine, which we'll actually talk back, um, talk about later um, when we kind of in our books portion of pop culture, but um, I'm kind of challenged myself and I'll uh, get into the details later. Of, I'm challenging myself to read 10 classic novels. So Ooh. 10 novels that I never really was forced uh, to read in school, but now actually have my own personal d- desire to read. Um, so I'll get into that later. Um, and then also just kind of a, a general over uh, overarching one is for, is for me to, you know, uh, not sweat the small things as much. So yeah. not freak out about little things. It just overall kind of just to be a little bit more uh, laid back um easy going and, th- and things like that so those are kind of my two main ones nothing huge nothing major you know obviously i have goals you know, and, you know um on a daily basis but those were right. kind of my two resolutions that i made looking into the new year what about you yeah. i like that um i also have a book one that i did last year that actually went fairly well which was read a book a month um that gives i mean 12 books and last year i ended up on reading 14 so that helped me because I feel like overachiever here okay wow two more books (laughs) (laughs) but honestly it helped because had I not ran it down I probably wouldn't have done it um and then I have a fun one I have a few but my top two my fun one (laughs) she actually has 25 resolutions it's gonna be a full hour of the podcast (laughs) we'll do a whole separate podcast (laughs) sick and that'll be be a personal resolution um it's Something that I've realized, which I've already mentioned, that brings me a lot of happiness is just dancing. Um, and so my friend Jess, shout out Jess, um, Parker also knows Hey, Jess. Um, she suggested we dance to one song every single day of 2020. And so far, I don't even know how many days we're in. 19 days? I can't really remember. Yeah, what is today? Um, yep, 19 days 19. in. 19 days in. <laughs> Um, I have danced to one song every day. I'll just play it on my Alexa. If I say it too loudly, she'll activate. Special guest, Sarisha's Alexa is <laughs> joining us. Um, but it's just fun. Like sometimes it's built in. Like I went to a wedding and I was like, oh, I've already danced today because I mean, I'm at a wedding and it's just fun. Something I like. Sometimes I'll do it in the morning, usually at night before I go to bed because I'll remember I haven't done it yet. But it is such like a fun energy boost. And yeah. just, I don't know, happy. A, yeah. For your like mental and like uh, and your physical health too. Yeah, I mean, dancing is like great, great exercise. So. Three minute cardio every day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like depending on what type of dance moves you're doing you're exercising different muscles so yes specifically the gluteus 
<laughs> I mean, if you're listening to a, you know, a uh, a hip hop trap song, why not? <laughs> why not? Just feel the music. So that's exactly. kind of mine. I just agree with Parker, though. I also just am, I don't know, wanting this to be a chill year and just finally, I think we both have finally found like a little bit of what we want to be doing. And so just exploring that and being kind of, I don't know, happy where we are type thing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, while still striving for the next thing and i guess also one of our resolutions was making this podcast too we've kind of been discussing it for a few months now and kind of working toward it so uh, we're excited to finally get it off uh the ground and start work on it so i know um so that was kind of a little bit about our resolutions and ourselves. So why don't we kind of go ahead and delve into a little bit about our general pop culture interests. So um, our awesome listeners out there can go ahead and get a, uh, a taste of what we'll yes. be discussing on a daily basis. So um, I kind of already mentioned that we will have a book section because we are cultured people. Okay. Yes. We still read. Mm-hmm. Reading is not dead. Nope. Um, so um, other than kind of our classic book challenge uh, that I had mentioned, one, um, the genre that we currently are obsessed with is, um, you know, the psychological thriller. Some people call yes. it the uh, domestic thriller. So a lot mm-hmm. of the um, a lot of the current books that are very popular, um, uh, I kind of th- think it kind of started that that trend with with Gone Girl, Girl on right. the Train, Woman in Cabin 10. It's a lot of the similar titles, Woman in the window or it's girls like really? woman doing something yes it's like woman preposition down <laughs> yeah <laughs> you exactly. got yourself mad libs um, literary mad libs here for <laughs> you got yourself a domestic thriller the titles yeah so we um love all of those and a lot of them are you know are being turned into television shows or movies as well so right um definitely uh exciting to read and then watch on screen we're super into sherry lapena we think she writes some fantastic books and right. she's just <laughs> shout out to sherry yes she just doesn't have as much fame as she deserves i know she's gonna know. blow up one day and me and parker were here first we were ahead now. of that trend i know yeah gsl fans right her yeah her books are definitely going to be picked up and adapted into something soon so absolutely yeah um, she's awesome yeah we do love domestic thrillers um yeah we both really do like to read and we give each other recommendations actually this is the cutest thing you've ever heard. This last past year, both of us got each other books for our birthday. Yes, we did. And also, at one point in time, we were actually reading the same book at the exact same time without didn't knowing. didn't know it. We yes. hadn't planned it at all. And I think Sarish had actually um, snapped me or something. And it was like, oh, my gosh, you have to read this book. And I snapped her back and said, and I, I, I'd actually been reading it at that exact point in time and snapped her. I was like, I'm literally reading this right now. Right You're kidding. Now. <laughs> yes, it was. I do remember snapping you and you were like, you mean this thing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we're very into that. Um, we also mentioned this earlier. We're super big Disney Channel fans. Um, right. Exactly. We grew up watching a lot of the same TV shows. Um, anything you can think of, Zach and Cody, That's So Raven, Lizzie McGuire, Hannah Montana, um, High School Musical, all of the classics, absolute classics. Wait, actually, senior year, my senior year at Piedmont, um, I asked Parker to our winter formal. And the way I asked him, it said, oh, right. Cody, beat me if you want to go to formal with me. So we have some. Kim Possible has been in our lives with the forever. Channel. So, <laughs> of yes, course. And, and we'd actually gone on a uh, on a very long road trip last year and to pass 
the time we watched uh, like all of those old shows and it was so much fun because it was they still are super funny and mm-hmm. still like a uh, hold up relatable so, exactly they are hilarious to this we're day. very big into disney channel um i think my i don't know do you have a favorite one like a show i think probably sweet life of zach and cody is my favorite i feel like that is kind of um the one that i know best you know i've definitely yeah. seen all of them and it just brings me a lot of comfort watching it back and stuff because I just watch it so much as a no, kid. No, I agree. So. <laughs> I, I think it's either Zach and Cody or That's So Raven for me. Yes, that's, that's true. That's so good. It's hilarious. It was absolutely hilarious. Yes. Awesome. So we're super into Disney Channel, as you can tell. And we'll Obviously, we'll have a whole section of this podcast kind of dedicated to pop culture of the past. So right. that'll come up a lot. Definitely, definitely. And then um, continuing on with with TV, we like a lot of different TV shows, um, certain reality shows, a lot of more of the uh, thriller, uh, mystery type shows as well. Yes. Um, we watch a lot. Um, we, we currently are both watching uh, the show You, which mm-hmm. we will be discussing um, at length in this podcast, weekly, yes. which we'll uh, talk about more later. Yeah. Um, so we definitely we watched love... Big Little Lies. We really yes. liked that. <laughs> love Big Little um, Lies. That is a good one. Unfortunately, I don't love the way it ended. Not going to spoil anything. I just right. Don't love it. Season two, you know, always you know drops off a little bit. Meryl Streep obviously was amazing in her role because you hated her so much. <laughs> I know her and um, Renata Mary Klein. as Mary Louise. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um. But I really did. That show is really, really good. I would watch it again. I probably will eventually. Exactly. Exactly. It was, yeah, definitely fun, fun uh, to watch and admire all of their gorgeous houses too. That yes. was part of the appeal. Was and their clothes. I know. I know. <laughs> um. And then we're both, like I said, we're super dancey. So we're both into just like pop music. We share a lot of musical interests. Um, we threw, we really did. We threw a lot of parties <laughs> when we were in undergrad. Classy parties. We like, yes. we like, we want to put that out there. Yes. Classy parties that were put, a, a lot of thought was put into it, specifically into the playlist. Yeah. Into playlists and everything. Cause we wanted to make sure, yeah, that everyone had a, 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 a good time and fun music was playing too so mm-hmm. so we love some nikki right what else do we love uh, to do? kesha nikki, cardi <laughs> kesha i mean i think i think uh we're definitely kind of nostalgic and still love like that kind of like um electronic fueled dance pop from like 2009 yes. to, to 2012 all of those all of those like really fun party songs so we definitely right. still love that and then also the like current kind of rap hip-hop dance music too so yeah <laughs> Yeah, we did. We we definitely share a lot of musical interests as far as just things that are fun. Yeah, fun exactly. Fun, upbeat uh, songs. So. Yes, exactly. So that's a little bit kind of about our pop culture interests. Um, we're both really active on social media. Um, we love I know we'll get into that in a little bit, but we both have kind of like our favorite social media forms. Yes, um, we definitely spend too much time on them, but unfortunately so, but my, it's fun. Exactly. It's yeah. And my, and I didn't want to make my resolution to spend less time on it. Cause I knew that it would be too hard. To yes. And it can be, it brings me joy and, and educational. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's how I figure out pretty much all of my news and everything. So it yeah. definitely is educational. In some so <laughs> before we kind of jump into podcast stuff, Parker, what have you been up to this last like week? This is also a three day weekend. So exactly. So we are currently, yeah, in, in the middle of MLK weekend. Shout out to, yes. Dar- to Dr. King. Yeah. Um, so I haven't been up 
to much because it's been very kind of cold and windy and it snowed yesterday a, a, a little bit where I am. So I've just been kind of inside doing some domestic things <laughs> per se. Uh, this week was exhausting. So I was so glad that we had a, a three-day weekend. Um, one of my friends recently that I used to work with actually back at OU had came, um, had come to visit one of her other friends here. So we oh, met up and got to catch up here, which that was nice and everything. Um and so, yeah, I've been doing a little cooking, a little Ooh. cleaning, you know, such unique. So pastimes. adult. I know, right? Uh, so, yeah, nothing too interesting. Uh, TBH. Um, I've been wa- I've been kind of catching up on some of the uh, Oscar films because I'm, I'm wanting to see most of them, at least before the actual ceremony. So mm. I've been trying to watch them because luckily a couple of them are on Netflix, of course, but we'll get into that um later so yeah what about you what have you been up to today we actually almost had a, had a a, a a surprise guest on this podcast <laughs> uh one dante of the, dante from aldi delivery instacart. <laughs> from instacart yes so i've kind of been doing the same today i've just been kind of lounging around i'm coming off of a cold we actually were going to record this podcast thursday but i was not feeling it right um, she almost pulled through before you guys, but we just <laughs> couldn't do it. We just couldn't put myself through it. Yeah, I had to. I left work early Friday because I was not feeling good. So I've just been resting, which is nice. Um, yesterday, I'm sure we might have him as a special guest at some point. My boyfriend, Patrick Parker, knows him. Ooh. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, he saw we. Ha- My birthday was a couple weeks ago, so I just turned 24. Um, which is exciting. Um, and so we celebrated my birthday yesterday just by going to my favorite restaurant. Aww. And we went to a coffee shop where, honestly, we spent like a good chunk of the time kind of doing our own thing. So I was reading, which I'll get into the book I'm reading right now. <laughs> and I got some thoughts. Mm-hmm. But other than that, not doing much. Today I watched, I told Parker, first thing when we called each other, um, I spent like three and a half hours i think <laughs> watching the recent season of the bachelor <laughs> here's the thing it has real before. yeah never ever so dramatic so much drama and it's I all know. so real of course it's all yes of course so candid so other than that not much but yes i did have my groceries delivered if you don't shop at aldi aldi sponsor us we literally parker and i worship you we give you it's so much cheap. money every week even though you're cheap yes it's cheap groceries good groceries and i love it and so they have a delivery system like kind of powered by instacart so i had my groceries delivered so shout out to, to instacart as well sponsor us too yes please do so other than that not much probably going to cook after this and just you know, enjoy the Sunday off, not right. having that looming feeling of waking up early tomorrow. I know, on a Monday. So nice. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it's so nice to have a th- three-day weekend because then it also kind of bleeds into the actual week itself. Because then you'll yes, have four, four days day to week. work. And it's right. so much shorter, I know. But other than that, not much. Just relaxing. And the weather is getting kind of cold, but not nearly as cold as it's been in D.C. Yeah, it, truthfully, it has not been too bad overall, luckily. So oh, I've been, been lucky um but it hasn't been you know um unbearable yet so yeah good so yeah that's kind of what i think we've been up to the last 
the last couple weeks we've had of 2020 so exactly far. exactly um so kind of one segment that we are going to do each week we're ca- kind of currently calling it the uh the ailment slash pet peeve <laughs> of the week because let's face it we all have things that bother us annoy us make yes. us mad and so this mm-hmm. is kind of our chance to vent about a certain topic um, yes. that is currently annoying us or or if there's you know not something that is currently on our minds we could talk about a certain ailment of that week if yes. there's something we've got going on i like um, that so anyway i guess i'll go ahead and start yes so to narrow down just one pet peeve of <laughs> each week can be challenging but this right. one has been going on recently a lot so people just kind of a general term it's my pet peeve is people who are listening to something on their phone, whether it be a music or a video, out loud in public without headphones. Mm. I think it is so rude to <laughs> I, yep. expect people around you to want to hear whatever music or like weird video you are watching. Mm-hmm. You just don't do that. It is just so selfish to, to expect that like no one else is not going to have a problem with hearing it. And it really bothers me when I'm sitting, when I'm going to work in the morning, it's early, I'm grumpy, I'm tired, I don't want anyone talking to me, I don't want to hear any loud noises at all. Yeah. And I'm sitting on the metro, and it's crowded, I'm probably standing actually, squished up against people, and I hear someone blaring music or something, or watching like a cartoon out loud. Just absolutely not. It drives me insane. Especially on the metro. On the metro, when you have people, yeah, p- people everywhere. Yeah, I will say that this actually happened to me on my last flight back to DC and there was a child who was sitting by his parents. So he, so he was not helpless by himself who was listening to his iPad, some, some cartoon out loud on a plane. Of course. And I almost considered saying something because it was really annoying, but luckily the uh, flight attendant came over and said, um, if you're going to watch that, you need, you need to have headphones. And I almost just like cheered and said, thank you. And it was so funny because they said it like nice and everything. But I was like, thank you for actually saying something because it obviously was driving everyone crazy around them. Naturally. Um, And I did one time call someone out for it because (laughs) oh boy this was like maybe just like last month i was sitting at um, a starbucks Mm -hmm. trying to like work on something and obviously like starbucks isn't quiet like a library per se you know there's right but the man beside me who was middle-aged was watching some cartoon i don't know what it was out loud on his phone and it was super loud like you have to know that that is distracting just obnoxious people around you and yeah so and i let it go for maybe like five minutes he's like okay maybe he's about to leave or something maybe he doesn't realize it's a lot i don't know but anyway just kept going and going and so i did i did have to to, to tap him and i was like um i'm sorry <laughs> i'm really trying to like work on something could you either turn it down or 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 grab grab headphones and he's actually super nice said sorry Aww. and then moved tables so <laughs> it actually <laughs> got worked away out from you. <laughs> I, like, I don't want to say anything because you know you don't want to start something in, in public but at that point right. it had gotten unbearable so 
Anyway, that's Parker, mine. Yeah. what I heard from that Starbucks barista was you whacked that man across his head and said, I... if you don't put your phone away, I... Shoot, that news travels fast. Dang it. I made it all the way back yeah. to Oklahoma. You think just because you're in D.C. you can hide your true public account? Dang it, you're me? right. There is no hiding all of my all of my public meltdowns. They happen so often. It's hard your full-blown uh, meltdown in the middle of your Starbucks. <laughs> exactly. I took my coffee and threw it in his face no this did not happen i would never do that i want to make this Parker's clear too nice. before you guys turn me into a monster okay <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious no i know exactly what you mean well especially with the recent like um popularity increase of tiktok people just watch them on their phones exactly like, I love TikTok, but do not watch it out loud. i know you have to have headphones it's just it's very disrespectful to the general public to be watching something out, out loud like that because agreed. it's just annoying agreed so, uh, felt good to get that off my chest okay i have one that i just thought of and this has been something that i think has been it's not just of the week it's of my life Mm, um mm. so here's the thing you ever meet those people (laughs) and i know you're not one of these people but hopefully you're a listener of (laughs) mine (laughs) um and you listen to our podcast and you feel this way just here's the thing it's the people that just are okay with being like b minus people you know <laughs> like i met someone the other day who told me they're very okay with just being an aggressively average person mm, that's that's a weird thing to do uh, that's say. a weird thing to even say out loud yeah that's what i said or like someone who said yeah i know i'm not an a person so i'm okay with being a b plus person or like a, and i just here's the thing want better for yourself like, yeah i don't get the whole I think it's such a part of our like society to be like self-deprecating, you know? Right, right. Yeah. And things like that. But I don't think it is funny, especially if you like say it enough, you might start to believe it. But when this person said that, I just, I lost a little respect for them. Right. Because it's like, it's good to love, you know, certain qualities of yourself and be content with who you are. So like that would find it been like, oh, I'm like, you know, definitely, you know, happy with who I am. But I feel like, yeah, to not have the desire to ever improve yourself. Just want to be better. Yeah, I want to be better is kind of weird, which like. I don't know. I mean, I yeah, I th- think definitely people say that in kind of funny ways a lot. Of, like a lot of yeah, to be relatable of the time, but to actually believe it and just be like, eh, who cares? It's kind of I don't know. It's kind of annoying. no. It just it makes me mad because I'm like, what is the point of just I don't know. I maybe I'm just I think you and I are very much like always trying to find ways to like improve, but it's just that whole like trying to be relatable by not putting your best self out there just makes me so mad i'm like why are why are we doing this as people we should be like pushing each other to be better not aggressively average <laughs> yeah that phrase is also my pet peeve i <laughs> know just i know that just hearing that out loud makes me sick <laughs> yes but that's kind of mine that when we were thinking of this that came to me but it's not just of this week it's of i think just when you go start working and you work with other adults and you're like what why do you think that <laughs> yeah exactly exactly who i'm sure we have a whole slew of uh of office pet peeves that could of be course. devoted to a whole single episode of course um especially with teaching oh <laughs> again not naming names just no. in, in general in general as well no of course we're talking about so here's the thing work is like a really i really thought i would miss college which i do and obviously i still work at ou but working i like it better I don't know. There's something about working that makes you feel like, okay, you can leave your work at work sometimes. And then 
you just, I don't know. It's just, you feel more independent and you get to do what you actually like. You don't have to take classes you don't want to take. I don't know. It's a very different experience that I prefer. Right. I definitely like the part about, you know, leaving it whenever you come home for right. the most part. But I do miss certain aspects of being a student. I don't know. Just the, like, the constant learning. And it's, it was also nice having nerd having weird... <laughs> Didn't you just say that you always wanted to self-improve? Now you're calling me this. <laughs> um, the uh, I do miss like in college, you'd have like nice breaks midday sometimes too, right. which like would be nice. And so I do miss kind of certain aspects of it. Um, but yeah, I do like not having that kind of constant loom of, you know, having just, to work always something some, or yeah. study. Yeah, like there was always something you could be doing uh regarding your classwork so that part I don't miss exactly no college we definitely both had a pretty good college experience in that just it was fun and just got to make a lot of memories and now just moving on right exactly also um we need to backtrack one second because I forgot to mention one thing in kind of what I had been doing this past week I actually had a celebrity sighting here in uh here in DC you haven't told me about this I'm using the uh the term celeb lightly oh I'm gonna put it uh put it uh in quotes okay um so I well so you'd assume being in DC that I might have you know stumbled upon a politician giving something or a protester or, or, or whatever uh but nope in classic parker faction i actually um came face to face with a reality star sarish i don't think that you actually know this person because you're okay. not a uh, a fan of the show but i was actually walking to the grocery store um two nights ago okay and i saw someone who i thought was from big brother And as I got closer, I realized that it actually was this person. And it was it was so weird because they looked, you know, you I saw them and I was like, is that them? And then I got closer and I was like, "Okay, yes, it is. It looks exactly like them. So for all of you big, big brother fans out there, which I know that you're not from Big Brother 19, there was a contestant named Matt. And uh, I thought that Matt was from Texas because on the actual show, he had he had often worn a uh, a uh, a shirt from UT actually so oh, I was like wow. oh that's weird and I was like and I saw him and I saw him and we were both waiting to cross the same street as I was like walking there and um it and he had like his gym bag and everything which like that was like his thing is that he's very into like working out while he was on the show and everything and mm-hmm. then I looked him I looked him up on Instagram to, just to confirm and sure enough he lives in my exact same neighborhood here what? in the DC area yeah isn't that crazy and I that just happened to, happened to like see him and everything I didn't I, I since I wasn't 100% sure it was him I didn't grab a uh, photo or anything but if I do see him again which maybe I should time it so that way I'm in that same spot because I'm pretty sure he was leaving like some gym or, or workout class um then I, then I, I definitely will ask for it a, a photo but i thought it was so yes. funny that i just saw a big brother contestant walking that around is, yeah just yeah. going to the gym or go, doing exactly exactly it's so funny so. wait that's hilarious i've obviously i've never seen big brother but um i know parker will know who i'm talking about i have a student who's obsessed with survivor oh yeah the other day he convinced me that after i finished this job the upb job i've been telling you all about I should apply to be on Survivor because the average age of a winner is 32 and he thinks I could win. Okay, here's the thing. Survivor would be so much fun to go on to for the strategy and game playing part. Right. But you got to spend 
up to 40 days outside, no food that yeah. is given to you, sleeping on sticks, getting sand in your in your pants all day long, <laughs> stinking for 40 days. That's why I could never do it. You're out, you're out there being miserable for 40 days. You are days, pretty miserable. Sleep deprived, like. hungry. I mean, it is a good thing. I guess no. I, I'm, I, I was I was about to say that that it was a good thing physically because um, everyone everyone ends up like losing about like thirty pounds. But I think <laughs> it, it's like in a, a bad way because yeah, like unhealthy. You're not eating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He thinks I should do it. I think he calculated it, and it should be season fifty six that I go on or something. If it's still on the <laughs> air, so which honestly, I might feel like it probably might be exactly. Yeah, it's it coming is, up on, it's on my season list forty. Of- things to explore to do with my life later on like you know why not well see i actually think it'd be more fun to go on the um amazing race because you could actually oh. travel you, you could actually travel everywhere see places it would you be actually fun. get meals and things like that too yeah you get food <laughs> right right exactly <laughs> it would be fun that's hilarious well every week we'll have like a pet peeve slash ailment of the week um to share with you all because I am sure we could, we'll never stop coming up with a few of those. Exactly, exactly. But yeah, so, do you, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, you're good. Do you, I was saying, go ahead and start with, uh, with books. Does that sound good to yes, you? Yeah. What are you reading right now? Okay. Well, I recently finished reading this book called The Husband's Secret. Um, which is by author uh, Leanne Moriarty, who, of course, wrote Big Little Lies. Right. Um, she also wrote uh, Nine Perfect Strangers, which is going to be on Hulu. I'm not sure if it's on this year but uh, or next year, but it's going to be a, 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 a TV series on Hulu. So um, The Husband's Secret was actually kind of her first novel that was pretty popular. Ooh. It was the one right, right before um, she wrote Big Little Lies. Um, and it was very good. It had all of the, um, the hallmarks of kind of a Leanne Moriarty novel. It was set in kind of, uh, you know, a couple middle class homes in Australia, as mm-hmm. hers always, always, always are. Um, and it had a lot of obviously, you know, drama going on between multiple families. Right. Um, from the title, you can tell that um, a certain husband has a secret, which rattles the Ooh. foundation of a seemingly strong marriage. Um, and it was a it was it was a really good read. It only took me, I think, maybe a couple days to um to to get through it because it definitely kept you kept you um entertained. The um the, the the weird thing about this book is that the the major central twist so the uh the title secret that was uh that mm-hmm. was kind of teased was actually revealed about midway through the actual book itself so instead of leading up to it and having a big climax at the end it was revealed kind of middle of the road very um abruptly too i, I might say i wasn't expecting it to actually find that out so quickly and yeah. af- after that a lot more kind of happens seeing how people react to it what happens afterward and everything um but overall, it was a very good kind of fun read. Definitely falls into the domestic thriller genre that we like. Um, and so now that I finished that, I am going to go ahead and start my classic book challenge. Ooh, um, with, with which book? Well, I will say that I checked out two from the library. Um, actually, like just a few days after New Year's Day, so I was like, okay, I'm going to be ambitious. Go ahead and, and get them. Uh, I made it through one page of 1984 so far, and that's it. Wow. <laughs> so 1984 is my first one on the list it's not too Good. long it's still very relevant topical so i was like okay perfect that, that would be a great start 
um, I my problem was that I started reading it when I was super tired one day, and so mm. I was like laid down in bed, read one page, and I was like, okay, I'm tired. I'm <laughs> I'm about to. I'm going to bed. Fall asleep and go and go to bed, and haven't picked it up since then. Here's um, the thing: I've realized this about myself. I don't think I can read while laying down in bed. Because I will do the same thing. Right. I will read like four pages and then just put it on my nightstand and go to sleep. Exactly. Exactly. I feel like if um, like I can sometimes read if it's a little bit earlier in um, the evening. Um, but that certain night I was so tired. So. Right. I will. Be, I am going to going to stick to it. I promise myself and our, our listeners that. Um, and so that will be my first one up. And yeah, it's not too long. So I feel like it won't won't take me forever to read so no and you'll like it it's a good one yeah exactly that was just, that was just one that I that for whatever reason I never um got assigned in class and never picked it up on on my own so yeah I feel like that'll be a uh, a good one to kind of start to, to start off my classic book challenge with it definitely will be that sounds awesome um is Scarlet Letter on your classic book challenge no because I was forced to read that book um in <laughs> junior year of high school i didn't even read it to be honest i read maybe a Mark couple knows. chapters of it <laughs> and then read a quick recap or just watched um easy a same thing <laughs> a modern retelling of it. I, that book is so bad it is so old you can't understand half of it i mean it's long too i'm sorry it's just no it's very long i don't know why that one is still assigned i mean the themes i guess are good and it's regarded um as one of the you know american classic novels but oh right if there it was, was hard to get through. Yeah, if there was like a modern version of it that was just that just where they updated the actual language of it, it would be so much easier to read. But it's just so hard to read. There at one point, I'm sure all of our listeners and I'm sure maybe you've done this. I went back and archived a lot of my old Instagram posts. So they were like <laughs> dumb, you know, from high school. Right. You got to take. Things. Yeah, you got to you got to clean it up every once in a while. Clean up your feed. There is a post of me. I think it was junior year that I was required to read Scarlet Letter. I don't remember. And it was a picture of Scarlet Letter on my nightstand with a cup of coffee, which you know, oh, I'm doing, drinking big coffee. reader. I know. And it said something like, I love reading. Reading opens the Oh my gosh. And I that archived is hilarious. it so fast. Perfect night in. I know. I was like, Sarish, you know good and well you didn't read that book. <laughs> That is so funny. The sad thing is that some people still post things like that as like, that's fine. Unironic. That's fine. If it's on like your story, you know, and and you want to say, but as an actual post, come on, people. Why are you posting that? Yeah. I know. In 2020 now. I just laughed so hard. That's funny. That's hilarious. You were all in until your uh, lit assignment. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what I'm reading now, like I mentioned, I read at the coffee shop yesterday, um the woman in the window yes. okay here's the deal parker's read this book i love it it took me forever to get through it just started off so slowly um so the book is about a woman who's agoraphobic right yeah she, like, mm-hmm. is like scared of open spaces and going outside and crowds of people that kind of thing um and there's just so much backstory in it which is fine because it adds to the plot twist that literally mm, sitting mm-hmm. in the coffee shop, I read the line and I audibly gasped, like, <gasps> out loud in the middle of this small coffee shop. Spilled coffee all over herself now. <laughs> I swear, four or five people looked over, like, what just happened? And I immediately actually texted Parker and I said, Oh my God, 
like this was just one i don't know if i just wasn't thinking about it because i can usually pick up on those twists yeah i can see a little bit just did not did not see it coming the book is incredible i can't wait i'm like i told parker i probably have a fifth of it left so i'm like very close yeah you're and i getting into the very climactic final part and it's becoming it's turning into a movie in may and so we're going to try to go see it together when parker comes back for graduation yes i'm so excited for the movie version it's starring um amy adams as the main character um, and I'm not sure if you've seen the trailer for it, right? Have you not? I okay, haven't. I, I don't want to yet. Yeah. yeah. But um, it was interesting because the trailer came off more as a kind of, not horror, but bordering on like a thriller horror movie. Oh, which like is, scary. It's interesting because the book is more, yeah, kind of a slow burn thriller. A right. lot of things kind of keep, um, keep happening and it builds a lot of suspense. But yeah, the trailer kind of came off a little bit more uh like a fast-paced thriller which was interesting considering what actually happens in the book but um this this movie was actually supposed to be released a lot earlier i think maybe even last year but they um apparently had to reshoot a lot of the last act because um i read i read that it left test audiences confused (laughs) what happened so i'm guessing those those test audiences audiences had not read the book so they had i think retooled the final act um a little bit and then yeah it's going to come out uh this may so i'm definitely excited to see what they do with it because it's such a good book the Last thing I'll say about this is um, the husband in the book, his name is Ed, and I always picture Adam Scott. Adam Scott, yeah. Ed in Big Little Life. I literally can't picture anyone else, and I'm hoping it's him, but I don't think it is. That's that's hilarious. Because, well, yeah, because, like, not a lot of people who are that age, I guess, are named Ed. I feel like it's... no. It's like um older and kind of too. So it's right. like now any like middle aged man, I'm gonna picture him. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But it's really good and I will probably finish it before the weekend comes to a close. Ooh, so. okay. So tune in next week to hear Sarisha's uh final thoughts. My reaction. Yeah, to the yeah. to the final twists and turns. Yes, exactly. So Parker, what are you um thinking about all these oscar nominations well you know we are kind of in the thick of um award season currently the the right. uh the golden globes already happened the sag awards mm-hmm. are tonight actually so i will be watching that we can talk about th- that next week and then the oscar nominations came out i believe i think it was, la- it was like last week last right? week yeah. last mm-hmm. yeah um last monday and you know there were a ton of surprises i know a lot of people were upset that Jennifer Lopez was not nominated for Hustlers. For Hustlers, uh, I saw that. she had been kind of a front runner and everything. And I, I, I have not seen, um, seen Hustlers, but I do know that a lot of people were very upset about that. She um, was really good yeah. in Hustlers, which is why I think she deserved, at least, I don't think the movie needs to be up for Best Picture by any means, but I definitely think she yeah, deserves her, to be exactly, up for Yeah, her, exactly. Exactly. So that was kind of surprising. I'm going to go ahead and read through the Best Picture nominees. So there were nine Best Picture nominees. They were, yes. let's see here, Ford versus Ferrari, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. So, to be honest, I have not seen most of these. Um, yeah. I did w- watch Marriage Story this weekend. Oh, what'd you think? I Okay, so it is quite long. It's on Netflix, and it's, it was over two hours. So, I broke it up into two different viewings because otherwise it's going to be too long. I liked it a lot. 
um, overall. It, it definitely was an interesting story, and it definitely evokes a lot of emotion while watching, especially the um, the um, last kind of third. So it was very good. Although the whole time I was watching it, it just seemed like when they were filming it and writing it, that they were filming it to be um, an award movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, they were yeah kind of constructing it so it was more of a, a prestige type film yeah um, and kind of things like that so that was kind of, kind of always in the back of my mind um there are certain parts that are we that are that I feel like are unnecessary certain side characters are so annoying oh my lord some of the oh, like fake characters are awful but for me um Adam Driver who is the main um the main guy, guy in the movie um opposite Scarlett Johansson I feel mm-hmm. like he definitely stole the show um, as opposed to, to Scarlet. His, uh, wow. his, his role definitely had a lot more of the um, emotion and kind of uh, as opposed to Scarlet, who she kind of was the more kind of stoic, kind of strong member of this couple, I guess. Uh, yeah. But th- um, that changes. So he, he did a great job. And then uh, Laura Dern plays Scarlet's um, divorce lawyer. And oh. she was really good in it. At first, I was worried that it was going to be kind of just a rehash of uh, Renata Klein from a Big Little Lies because they were both kind of women and, you know, very kind of strong, opinionated opinionated women with these kind of uh, uh, these fast paced jobs. And so at first I was like, right. oh, it kind of seems like it's just if, if it's just kind of her character from Big Little Lies. But no, it kind of changed a little bit. So her I feel um, every scene that Laura Dern's character was and I feel like was very um enjoyable to watch. So overall, yeah. I liked it. A couple parts, I felt I felt like it it was too long overall, and certain parts could, 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 could be taken out, but it was good. Um, yeah. And I really want want to see Parasite though. Um, oh, I, do I was going to go see really it yesterday, good. but um, the showing in the theater near me was sold out because it was in kind of a small uh, theater because it's been in theaters for a long time now. So. Yes. Um, yeah. I definitely want to, to see that. Which of the which of the best picture n- nominees have piqued your interest, Sarish? Any of them? <laughs> um, so I've seen I think just two of them. I've seen The Joker, which I really liked. I thought it was done really well. I know there's a lot of controversy over right like, over Joaquin and yes the, over and Joaquin Joker. Phoenix. Uh-huh. Um, I do think it does a good job of depicting mental health. Um, I think it's scary, and I think people are like. Oh my gosh, it's too real, but I think it's important, um, and I really like it. And then I've seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, not my favorite film. Um, here's the thing: as I watched it, it felt very much how you felt. It's definitely a movie. People who oh love God. talking about movies, sorry, would like. no, 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 not not movies, films, films cinema, yes, <laughs> art, pictures. <laughs> yes. It, I just, I get it. I get that it's supposed to be like. Like, the ending of that movie, just, I was just, what is happening? But I understand that it was artistic. Right, I, exactly. You know, like, I get the whole point behind it. But um, one of the cool things about my job, actually, we do a film series every year. and We show movies for free. And let me think. Joker's being shown. Parasite will be shown. Oh, that's 19, good. I think 1917 might be up um, on there. Little Women. So a lot of the movies I'll probably watch oh, that's throughout nice. the semester. Yeah, which is really, really cool. Um, 
But I do want to go watch Parasite because it's yes, it's also in theaters here, just at one of our theaters. Um, and I might try to watch it this week because I I've heard really good things. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, I've heard I've heard really good things. And also, I feel like it's different from the other ones that it's more of a like thriller mystery t- t- type one. So yeah, I think I would definitely um enjoy. It. I think I definitely want to see Parasite, and I want to see ni- nineteen seventeen as well because it is currently the front runner because it won um best drama at the Golden Globes. And then I saw last, right uh, last night the the producers guild of america awards also gave it um best picture too and so we'll see at the sag awards um what happens what but, happens um so yeah i, I definitely want to see 1917 i have absolutely no interest to watch the irishman it's like almost i think three hours long it's super long is that the netflix one yes with yeah. uh, robert de niro uh um, yes. joe pesci so like kind of one of those kind of you know uh, with with a lot of those older actors that I know a lot of people like, and a lot of people, I know. Oh, wow, such a movie. But now I'm not taking time to watch that. I have no interest in seeing Jojo Rabbit either. Um, Jojo Rabbit looks interesting. I haven't decided if I want to go watch it. It looks, it looks like it could be very funny, or it could be like what is happening. The whole time. Yeah, I mean, it's I'm a not, very I don't weird know premise for sure. Yes, it um, is. A lot, of, a lot of people were upset because Scarlett Johansson got double nominations. Um, so she got Best Actress for Marriage Story and then Best Supporting Actress for Jojo Rabbit. Oh. So a lot of people were upset because they didn't think that either of those performances were that great and that yeah. she kind of took took spots of some of the other um, actresses who were more uh, deserving, deserving. Um, after yeah. their roles. But Yeah. We'll have to see when the Oscars happen. I'm interested to see what all is going to win. Yes, exactly. Um, for um, sure. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to see. Usually the SAG Awards can tell you a little bit, but it's often a little bit different because obviously since it's the, since it's the Actors Guild, they are um, when they award best like best cast ensemble. I think they call it. They're more focused on the actual like cast members themselves rather than yeah, rather the than encompassing the the um, all of all of uh, the other aspects of the film. The so often itself. that that doesn't really um, translate over to what wins best picture. But right. I will definitely be watching tonight because I love all of yes. the kind of pageantry and excitement of the uh, award show season. So yes, very exciting. I mean, I'm looking forward to hearing about everything that unfolds and then i'm honestly i just don't even know which one is going to win best picture at the oscars so it'll be interesting to see i know i know it, it will be for sure so yeah that's kind of as far as movies um i also as i was falling asleep i watched um, i'm not sure if, you, if, if you've ever seen uh this movie but it's on netflix have you okay. ever seen the movie called new york minute with mary with the, mary kate nashley Olsen. <laughs> Of course. <laughs> okay, I love all of their old films because they're just so comforting to watch. They're always so like, I don't know, they're so fun. It, they are. It, it makes it seem like you can do anything because uh, they're always you know going after some dream or some you know or, or traveling somewhere. They always meet uh, their boyfriends in some like cute way too. And it is cute. That book, I mean, sorry, that movie actually has a book written about it. Oh, it, it does. I it's, know. it's just a book written to talk about the movie, basically. Right. Um, and I remember watching that movie, and I just the Olsen twins, especially the when they were younger. Yes. The one about, like soccer and the, like random. Ones, switching I goals is that watching. one? Yes, I will. Yes, love that switching one. goals. That's hilarious. I didn't realize New York Minute was on Netflix. Yes. I'll have to check it out as yes. like a definitely. Just I like watching those things, and I'm like feeling anxious or anything yeah it's, just, it's very comforting it's, it's just fun yeah um so i'd never seen new york minute so th- this movie was actually i think their only one um for 
or I guess when they were teenagers that was released in theaters because most of theirs right. were, were straight to uh I guess television yeah tv or yeah vhs um back back at that point so it was in theaters it was obviously very cheesy in some parts you know and some plot lines did not make sense but overall it was just so fun it was pretty much um the Olsen twins running around New York because um the smart twin in um this one was giving some speech to, uh, right. to, to try and get some college fellowship and then the um rebellious one who was into music was was like sneaking out sneaking into a music video shoot and skipping school but also helping, yes. helping her sister because you know in each movie they had to make sure the twins um personalities were different so like, okay we're Very gonna have opposite. a smart yes. one and a rebellious one you know of like course in each movie it, um it was like that so that way you could tell them apart um uh, but it was so cute um and also i didn't realize this um so bob sackett who of course played danny tanner on full house actually has a cameo in a this movie the, i don't think i remember uh, it's very short the um the olsen twins after they escape um, from the hotel room, which one of the boyfriends is a uh, Jared Padalecki, who is in a, oh, who is yeah. now in a Supernatural that show. So they escape his his hotel room because his mom gets back, and um, one of them's wearing a towel, and one of them's wearing a robe, and they're they're uh, running through the streets of New York, and they actually run past Bob Saget's character, and he like turns around and and it was like, what's going on, or so someone <laughs> like that. I mean, it, it only lasted one second. I was like, ah, oh, that's cute, <laughs> cute, full circle for them. Yeah, exactly. So the thought I would mention, those are my two movies that I watch. Marriage Story and New York Minute. And New York Minute. Very different. (laughs) That's hilarious. Well, Parker and I have also been watching the show You, like he mentioned earlier. Um, It's actually something we decided we would do together. So we actually is very cute. Um, We FaceTime and then we both have it on our TVs and then we discuss and like react together. (laughs) Yes. Um, I don't even know. Where to begin? We've watched two episodes. <laughs> a lot has already happened. Uh, but yeah, we're watching it kind of old school way where we're, uh, we're doing one, one episode per week. So that way yes. we're kind of making it last longer too. So Penn Badgley, we actually watched him together on Gossip Girl. And we both agree that the term that describes him best is squirrely. Squirrely. He's he just was... a squirrely guy. He is. He was not as squirrely on Gossip Girl because he was younger, less yes. hairy. But now yes. on you, he is so squirrely. And I'm sorry, but that chest hair needs, needs to be shaved. It is so gross. I and can't the ball cap it. isn't working. <laughs> sorry. His disguise, that, that disguise has been skewered on social media because it's so stupid. Oh, I know. It's like he's wearing a hat and is hiding in plain sight. And spying. no one sees him. <laughs> yeah, no one knows that, that he's there. Um, we both are so we were both very big fans of season one this one i don't know there's something odd so when we both left episode two feeling disgusted it was very disturbing how it ended yeah i was blood it was it was usually you has not been especially in season one it wasn't really ever um gory or like it was disturbing with what he was doing but it never went too far where I was like, "Oh, gross," or like, or like not wanting to actually watch what was happening, which happened no. in episode two. And yeah, we after like both didn't ended, look at I was the like, screen. Oh, yeah, it, it was it was unsettling for sure. I liked the first season because I feel like it was very strategic and how conniving he was and how he like knew so much about Beck or Guinevere, should I say? Um, yeah, how he like Gwen. learned so much about her and infiltrated her life. And this season. 
doesn't quite have the same effect. It more just seems like he's in someone's life and like it's just being super creepy. Now it's just focusing on like the creepy things he's doing rather than how he got to that point. I don't know. There's just something about this season that feels a little bit more just off to me about him. Yeah, about I, Will. Yeah, I, def- yes. I definitely agree. Yeah, so it went from Joe to Will. To now. Will. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I agree. I mean, they definitely had to change locations because right. I don't want to spoil anything um, if for people who haven't seen it, but there was no way he could pretty much continue it in New York after kind of what no, happened so and everything. Um, mm-hmm. But so now he's so now it's, it's in Los Angeles, which it is interesting seeing him in Los Angeles. Um, they're commenting a lot on like what the stereotypical LA culture is as far as like too much social media, but it is too much because I feel like even though it's, it definitely is um, elevated in Los Angeles, that type of culture is everywhere, especially in New York, I think too. Right. Um, in in right. any city, you're going to have people obsessed with social media, with, you know, taking photos for their Instagram stories, blogs and everything. And, and, and it is commented on a lot in this season so far. And yeah. they're acting like Joe is completely, sorry, Will is completely inept regarding Instagram and everything, media. which he had stalked that poor Beck's social media feeds to death, had tweeted as Benji and had done all this. I'm like, okay, now he, he suddenly has forgotten all of this knowledge. He knows. What's Instagram? The wow. I'm, yeah. I, I only read books from my bookstore. I never do Instagram. I know. That, that part was annoying. <laughs> Also, his whole book persona, I love it, but also it's so cliche. It is, and every I love books. Every character Pin has played, Pin Badgley, has been some type of like has uh, had some affiliation with being with with a uh, with books it's like and literature. reading literature and Gossip Girl. Dan wrote <laughs> mm-hmm. was always writing in books. Even in um, Easy A, that 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 movie is based off a book, and, and yeah, I think his character his character was like smarter in that one too, or or, or whatever. So I know um, he he looks the part, I guess. But yeah, still, it's a bit too much. Exactly, and also um, I didn't I absolutely hated how the first season ended. It was just it wasn't very satisfying. Uh, it kind of was leading up, and it just kind of ended in a very um abrupt way there wasn't a yes lot of, there wasn't a lot of good conclusion um to a lot of the storylines and then i guess th- th- this is a minor spoiler so mute it for you know th- the next uh minute or so but candace had come back that character oh, candace yeah. is his way back ex and she was in the first episode of season two but now no. is gone again because technically, like that was one that was one of the reasons why he went to Los Angeles. But she has now been completely not really even talked about that much, and she, I guess, is one of the main, you know, antagonist adversaries of Will this season. Um, I guess, but they yeah. still haven't really even developed her story. Yeah, like I'm still confused. Still a lot I don't really know don't what's know. happening. Um, also, just the whole the whole thing where he kind of moves like we said and is kind of the same person they i feel and everyone's raving about season two i think you said they're even renewed for season three yes already yeah um, so it must be good but i'm having a hard time figuring out how they're going to keep it different enough without getting to that weird disturbing phase to where i'm not even gonna like watching it anymore yeah um i definitely liked episode one a lot better than episode two episode two agreed kind of made the character of will go down a a uh, a rabbit hole of tasks per se re- yes. relating to something he did and it did not end it did not end up well the other thing i don't like is that um his new um 
obsession is a girl named Love. Which oh, I know. That name already is dumb. It's and, off-putting. It's annoying. Um, I do like Love's character um, somewhat. She seems, I guess, different enough. Like, Beck was really annoying, I thought. Um, yeah, I didn't She like was Beck. very kind of whiny and always kind of brooding. Love is definitely very, I mean, she de- she has a lot of bad things happen to her in her past, but she's very upbeat um, and, but, and very honest as well. But the other thing that was annoying is that um, by episode two, it already seemed like they had, they felt like they were in a full-fledged, fledged uh, relationship already, even though they had yes. barely met. They hadn't, they had gone on, I guess, their one day around LA eating so much food. They could not, they could Too not much. have eaten all that food. Um, and so, um, Love and Will already were having fights that seemed like they were, they had been a couple for five months. So that I know was strange that, that they, that, that they already kind of were having these, these issues when technically I don't even know if they're officially dating or anything. So no, but they act like they have, they've known each other forever. Yeah. So I guess we'll keep you posted on what we think of you. We'll watch one a week. So hopefully we'll be able to keep you posted as we go. Yes, Uh exactly. Um, There are a bunch of, of, of new characters now. So there's a lot to kind of digest, a lot of people to meet um and things like that but um i loved uh shay mitchell's character peach in season one who no spoilers but she's let's just say she's not in season two which is (laughs) sad i do love shay mitchell wait speaking of shay mitchell did you ever see that tweet of um josh peck that he put up have you ever oh yes yes i saw that one pretty little liar and one pretty Pretty little little truther that was so cute such a good collision of worlds yes um josh peck is very clever and active on uh social media so i do enjoy yes, seeing I love him. what he posts and, and I, I like people like that who are um who are who who have reverence toward whatever show they were on in like their childhood you know like i know yes. that that like, he is a lot the sprouse twins often kind of say funny things about their time on on about Zach Zach and Zach and cody. cody uh miley, yes. miley i think it was last year like uh, put on the uh Hannah Wig again, you know, kind of, of like some things like that. I I like when they, you know, kind of give fans a throwback to the uh to that time instead of just um ignoring it. So yes, I agree. I think it's it also shows that hey, these were my roots. Exactly, they got to give credit where credits too. That's where they exactly. became famous. So yes, absolutely. Well, wait, do we want to jump to social media then while we're on the topic? Sure, good segue. Let's do it. <laughs> So we're going to kind of share either like a meme or a tweet or a post or an account that we saw that we loved from any form of social media. So I'll preface this with I have been super like when I say super, I mean, (laughs) super into TikTok recently. Um, She's embracing full Gen Z culture and has gone on and all. Yes, I'm into it because I think right now it is the only form of social media so far that is going purely based on humor uh-huh. and that's it like it's not serious like the politicians haven't come into tiktok that's yet. true leave tiktok alone Le- like let tiktok just be the place news hasn't come into it yet it's just based on humor yeah which i love um and so it's kind of hard to share like my favorite tiktok with everyone but um 
I'm trying to think there's quite a few. So I made a few recently as well, um, which has been really fun. And I make some for work, which is also very fun. <laughs> um, but there's one of, this is actually, it's terrible. That's the other thing. It's like terrible humor. That's hilarious. So there's one of a boy um, or sorry, a parent calling the office of like an elementary school you were at, you know, when you get checked <laughs> out and you got like a phone call. That was always saying, so like, exciting whenever yes. you'd get checked out and they would come over yes. to the, um, in our com and say like, your name. You're like, Aren't oh, yes. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it was always the best day. But in this case, not so much because um, the parent on this TikTok had called saying, I need to check Nicholas out early from school. And the secretary in the front office said, absolutely, we'll have him waiting in the office when you get here. So it's playing Mr. Saxo beat this whole time. And then it pans to Nicholas, who's in class, <laughs> dancing to the song Mr. Saxo beat on the game Just Dance. <laughs> and it just quotes me getting four stars on Just Dance in gym class, not knowing my grandfather just died. Oh, <laughs> Terrible. Oh my god. Truly. Gosh. But I vividly know that song on Just Dance. I vividly remember getting four stars. I vividly remember gym class. <laughs> Remembers it all. And- I know. It's like I don't know how some of the TikTokers think of these like very specific but relatable moments and yes make tiktoks about them because everyone finds them so funny because they're about these like random things that people that, can, like, relate, to can relate to from the past yeah yes it's that's what i like about tiktok people have just been getting way into the whole let's just pick pick this one specific instance and see if people remember it right yeah they, they are I hilarious when they are so i think tiktok's just gonna keep blowing up until i don't know i hopefully it doesn't die soon right hopefully i feel like soon. i feel like it's currently at its peak like i think it's i agree it, it had kind of been going last year and i think um it was the like main reason why i'm um, old town road was so it was so popular so that kind of showcased tiktok's power because it was the one that that made um old town road old town road popular so yeah exactly i know parker you've been getting back on twitter recently yes i have i i I, i'd always been on twitter as a reader because um as i said previously it's where i get all my news i follow a lot of um entertainment sites entertainment blogs um but recently i have gotten back into actual tweeting myself i think it had been a couple years um since I'd actually made um, my, my own tweets. Um, so I, yes, I currently am uh, back tweeting mostly about pop, pop culture things. I, right. I, I had tweeted during the, the um, Golden Globes. I had tweeted, um, I, I'll uh, tweet now during the SAG Awards too. So, um, so yes, I do love tweeting um, these kind of live events and everything, kind of funny, yeah. funny things um, about pop culture and everything. So yeah, I think I definitely spend probably the most time on Twitter, um, Instagram as well. I do spend a lot of time on too. Um, so my posts of, of the week per se, I'm actually going to switch from what we had previously um thought of and everything um based off of the recent uh megxit news so Meghan markle and prince harry are fleeing the leaving uh-huh. moving to north america saying bye-bye to queen lizzie and coming over to uh this side of the atlantic ocean but anyway um you guys might know this um account on instagram um but the account is by um at his name is gary janetti that's j-a-n-e-t-t-i and Mm -hmm. it is pretty much a bunch of posts 
um, about sassy Prince George. So he'll <laughs> caption funny posts of Prince George. And like Prince George is like, he makes him like a very like sassy queen. And yeah. Prince George um, hates Meghan. So it's funny because with the, this this recent this recent Megxit news he's on a lot of sassy posts being of showing like Prince George happy Prince George saying like yay I won because yeah. Megan's leaving and stuff um so the account is hilarious because yeah Prince George um hates Megan um is very sassy towards Charlotte um naturally uh is sassy to his mom Kate um calls um I guess prince andrew old um which let's face it he looks awful for him. <laughs> he's like 98 <laughs> years old so i think like he knows as well um but yes it's hilarious it just provides very sassy banter um regarding the royal family from kind of prince george's perspective um and i i, I don't feel guilty enjoying it because i know part of the reason that Meghan and harry were leaving what was was due to the uh due to the british tabloids kind of constant obsession with megan and their 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 constant nitpicking of everything she did um right but this is this is more like light-hearted it's not really it's not criticizing anything megan's doing it's just kind of funny funny commentary from prince george's perspective if prince george were a snarky little we're, prince yes and everything <laughs> so yeah go follow gary Janetti on um on instagram i love um, that and it's absolutely absolutely hilarious so that, that is, is my funny. account of the week <laughs> i'll need to give gary a follow yes you should it's very hard to narrow down you know the tweet slash post slash account of the week because there's so much content each week and it's all so funny but um since that's kind of relevant with the megxit news that's why i chose yes. it <laughs> yes i love that i think we're we've kind of hit what books tvs movies some social media i think what we have left is to kind of talk about some of our music yeah let's dive in speaking of um award shows the grammys are coming up somewhat soon I yes they don't are know the exact date but yeah that will be exciting to watch but yeah Sarish, what, what what have you been listening to recently so i'm not going to lie i've been listening to like the same four songs over and over so i've been kind of into harry styles recently okay nice also grammys are next week actually a week from what? today yeah january 26th wow oh i they're before the oscars yeah i didn't realize they were that that soon so yeah next week <laughs> me either no i had no idea um so i've been listening to some harry styles um just some basic like some of the, his more popular songs and then the song that i've been really into recently and it's just because it's fun to listen to um and when i say recently i've been into it for a while and i just keep listening to it uh-huh um hot girl bummer oh i think it's <laughs> such a fun song to dance to that's hilarious i love listening to songs in the car that i can dance to while sitting so i have my like, hand motion dances going yeah, on. yeah yeah i can dance along to it and everything exactly so i'm listening to that and then i know we're probably gonna touch upon it so i think everyone needs to know i have been from day one 2009, the release of One Time from the very beginning. Oh, boy. A hardcore believer. Here we go. Here we go. Yep. And I just, here's the thing from 2009, from the beginning, it's been over a decade. And I, I love him. He did just release a song. I mean, songs. Mm, and it's called Yummy. Yep. Okay. <laughs> here's the thing not his best titling. Not his best titling. I'll admit, it's not great. <laughs> it's very catchy. Like very catchy, too catchy. Oh, but it's not his care. best work. I know the music video is cheap. <laughs> I know he could have done a lot more. 
I think right now he's just trying to get some content out. I don't know what the rush is. I don't know if there's some bureaucracy from his agency. Scooter. Mm-hmm. But also, Parker and I were talking about this. I don't like that he did the whole, help me get it to number one. Uh, have it playing in the that background. That was... I cannot believe that he did what that. Tactic. I mean, once it was up, everyone absolutely skewered him because it was so desperate. And yes. it's not like he is some up and coming artist um, no. where like posting that would be fine. He is He's a well established people know him uh, for those of you who didn't see on his Instagram. He was putting tips um, to get yummy to number one on the Billboard Hot 100. So he was saying, yes. just keep streaming it over and over. You don't even have to listen to it. Like these have very, it on in the background. Right, these very tacky tips. And I'm like, really, does it matter getting a number one that that much to you? I mean, that totally takes away from being a true, you know, musical artist when he's obviously caring more about charting than than actual music. Which I did see that I think um, it was it got um, it was at no- number two. Um, so all of his desperate ploys did not pay all the way off because no. um, it did not reach the summit. Let me see. I believe that I just want to confirm. Uh, yeah, the number one is the song called uh, "The Box." I'm not sure if you've heard it, Sarish. I don't um, think so. It's a um, hip hop rap song. I've heard it. It's good. I just I don't think it's. I don't understand what is so remarkable about it that has kind of elevated it to the top of the charts that's my yeah my take i mean it, it's fine but it's not like different it's not unique and, and it's by a roddy rich i believe is how you say his name so it's not like it's by um a very well-known artist even so i don't know what kind of um perfect storm of i'm guessing social media promotion and streaming um got it to the top yeah. of the charts but yeah um currently the box is keeping yummy from being number one um well. It doesn't even deserve to really be at number two. He's not playing fair. Actually, it's kind of fitting that it's at number two, if you get what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> because I think I see what you're putting down. That yummy is a big old pile, number two. Okay, I am not <laughs> a fan. I agree. It's tacky. It's cheap. And, and a, a lot of people are saying, and I agree, that if a female artist had put out the same quality same content they would have been absolutely reamed on social media because it just right. it was not his best the music video was just so cheap looking like you said the title yummy just it i feel like yummy would have worked back in like 2011 2012 i know when kind of those those cheesier like party type-esque songs were still popular but um i just don't think in this current like music uh, music era it fits but i mean his fan base is very devout so that definitely helps with, they are with getting him but yeah all of that 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 desperation um definitely left a bad taste in my mouth and i've and i've never been a huge bieber fan i don't want to talk you know that bad about him because i do know that he has um some mental health struggles as well but um ever since and i do think that most of his actions are engineered by scooter who obviously yes. i do not like i am very much on the side of taylor swift as i feel like most people are because scooter is very conniving um especially yes. towards female artists um, i'm not sure if you saw this but did you see this whole co- controversy about taylor swift and justin bieber at um the gym in los angeles no. So there was this whole feud. I'm, I'm saying feud in quotes because people are saying that Scooter sold the story to TMZ to make Taylor no. look bad. So pretty much it was saying that like Taylor kicked Justin out of 
a gym in LA because she wanted it for herself. Um, but pretty much it was like Justin had it before and then Taylor had like rented it out herself. And then like, I think Justin had like overstayed his welcome, um, past his time slot. So someone asked him to leave. I'm pretty, I don't think it was, it was any big deal or anything, but I think Scooter jumped at the chance to kind of make it into a big deal saying that Taylor had kicked Justin out of this gym. Um, naturally, which was also kind of, um, annoying that that had, that, was even a thing but i'm sure it was a publicity stunt as well to, to continue to try to you know raise interest for yummy um yeah but yeah oh did you see that that clip i think it was um that youtuber what's his name oh uh, david dobrik you know who he is uh-huh. um so he had justin bieber's um surprise fans um in the, in the car. car and did you see the, <laughs> the guy so before justin popped out david asked this guy was like oh what do you think of like of bieber and he said oh i'm a big fan but yummy ain't it and just yes. popped out at that moment it was so awkward <laughs> i watched that whole clip and just, i i agree died. with him i'm a big fan but yummy ain't it i know and i'm sure can you imagine justin sitting there crouched down behind like the, the, oh. the passenger seat hearing a fan say that to your face i mean that was hilarious he has to know it's not good yeah exactly yeah i don't think he could listen to it and know good so so okay speaking of recent um songs have you listened to what a man gotta do oh i totally forgot that that came out yes i had watched the music video um yesterday actually because they had kind of paid um homage to a lot of the um classic uh kind of like teen um movies of the 70s and 80s (laughs) yes i think it's cute i do the song is okay yeah um the song i don't know it just it didn't really stick in my head I guess. I mean, I, I definitely liked it, but I'm, but yeah, I, I, I kind of just felt had uh, kind of neutral feelings about it. I didn't love it, but agreed. But I thought the music video was fun, and of course, I love when all their spouses are in it. Yes, I think it's so fun. That is so cute. That now, yeah, that all three couples were in it again, and like, and each couple had their own, um, their own part in it. So yes, uh, Nick and Priyanka had spoofed. Uh, Risky Business, uh, mm-hmm. Joe and Sophie did uh, Grease, and yes. uh, Kevin and Danielle um, had done the, um, what do you call it? The, the boombox scene yes. from Say Anything. I think that's where it's I from. I think it is Say Anything. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure, but I think it is like the outside, her window. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that was cute. I do think um, if Thank You Next had not come out recently, that their music video would have seemed a little bit more original um, because thank you next is similar where it, where, you know, had multiple movies um, in it that, that that it was paying kind of a respect to and alluding to. I mean, yes. So I think if thank you next had come out, it would have been more of a, you know, like groundbreaking thing. It was still very cute, obviously, but (laughs) speaking of thank you next, did you see the whole controversy with Eminem? Oh, with his new lyrics. What the is he lyrics? thinking? That Why is did he do ridiculous. That? I mean, you know, that, that's been his whole thing. I don't care what they say. <laughs> but here's the thing. You should care. That's touchy. That yeah, that was that went went way too far. For those of you who don't know, like on one of his tracks, I don't know the, the exact lyric, but it was it it was pretty much a lyric that alluded to the bombing at, um at the Ariana Grande Grande concert in Manchester. Um, from I guess that's maybe three years ago now, uh, but it was very 
insensitive uh, to say Phillies. And I, and I saw that um, the mayor of Manchester uh, was actually calling for Eminem to um, apologize. So, I saw that well, a public apology. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that too. I just read it and said, why would you say that about? Because it was like out. I'm outside, like hearing bombs away. Like I'm outside of an Ariana. Yes, that's what it was. That you. That is taking it way too far. I mean, even for also, it's been a bit. It was 2017. Yeah. Like why now? What? Why are you bringing? Why is that resurfacing for you? Exactly. This has been festering in his mind. (laughs) Wait, Sarish, can you do an impression of Eminem rapping? You know, just um, ta- speak I, speak high nasally and talk fast. Is, is, I know. Is it... I was gonna. I was trying. Yeah, like rap guy, rap guy. That's right, ladies. All the real slim shady. The funny thing is, I was doing one of those Instagram filters yesterday, and it said, "Who is your celebrity boyfriend?" And I got Eminem. Oh no! I was like, "Excuse me." Wow, that is uh, concerning. It is very concerning, but you know, it is what it is. He's your type. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, oh, I see what you did. So we're back. Um, while we were discussing Grammys earlier, uh, Parker looked up, which we didn't even realize all three of these people were up for Best New Artist Award. Yeah, it is a very stacked category this year. Let me go ahead and read all of the nominees. Um it is so oh wait i didn't realize that yola also was nominated um i recently what? actually started listening to her um her song uh far away look i've been uh actually been listening to a lot this week so um all of the nominees are maggie rogers i don't know who that is uh she's pretty good rosalia tank and the bangas i don't have any idea who that is then yola black pumas and then these last three, Billie Eilish, Lil Nas X, and Lizzo. So those three, both, I feel, or all three, I feel like have um, definitely the clout and prominence to uh, deserve that um, award. Yeah, no, I, Maggie Rogers is pretty good. She has the really famous song. You may have heard of it. It's called Light On. Um, If you listen to it, you might. It's pretty good. She has a really good voice, but I Honestly, if I had to, I think it's going to be between Lizzo and Billie Eilish. Me too, because uh, even though Lil Nas had Old Town Road, it was more just kind of like his his one song. You know, I feel like yes. Lizzo and Billie are more known for their entire body of work at this point. Right, right, but, exactly. So between Billie and Lizzo, who would you give uh, the edge to if you were forced if you were forced to decide? I think. Oh boy. I think I would have to go with Lizzo. Ooh, I think Lizzo would probably said win. It. Yes. Interesting, interesting. Yes. I would actually say the opposite and say Billy. Ooh, okay. Well, I guess we'll see next Sunday. I know. I, I I think they're both really good. I think Lizzo has more fans from what it feel, feels like. Um, and she appeals to a wider range than Billy, but I'm not entirely sure because I know a lot of people do like Billy, especially I feel like Billy appears appeals more to the younger crowd too. Yeah, exactly. Um, the reason I think I would give it to Billy is just because I feel like her, she's had um, her entire album was was uh, was more successful, I think, than Lizzo's, and I think her her sound um, is a little bit more 
uh, different, new, modern. Uh, I think that Lizzo's sound also is like different. I think it's a lot different than what we've, you know, heard in the past. But I think mm-hmm. Billy is just such a unique artist that has completely exploded and has had just uh, multiple hits too. So I, yeah, but I don't and know. And she's I, so young. Exactly. So yeah, I could see mm-hmm. that the like um, Grammy voters wanting to um, award this, you know, this this young artist who has done such different things. But I, but um, obviously Lizzo has a lot of fame and a lot of success too so it'll yeah. be interesting to see but i think billy and lizzo are also nominated in some of the other major categories too so yeah it'll so be... hopefully they'll each win something yeah exactly <laughs> hopefully it um splits so that way both both win something so yeah exactly well i guess we'll see you next sunday i know that's so exciting yeah, so we've got sag awards then grammys and then oscars soon after that we got a full plate of award shows I think. Let's do it. Let's do it. So we're taking it way back, you guys. And by way back, we mean mid 2000s. So that's yes. way back for us. For um, us. So why don't we? Why don't we start out with, with just a couple of um, kind of news tidbits regarding our pop culture um, icons of the past? Yes. Um, first and foremost, what I want to say, she has just been someone I've looked up to literally my whole life. If you saw my bedroom. When I was a child, it would be covered in Hillary Duff and Lizzie McGuire, and she just got married. I know, I know. That is so sweet. And I it, love her. Um, I, I was looking up what her, her her husband's name was. She got married to Matthew Coma, is his name. Yes. Coma. They just seem I <laughs> they just seem so genuinely happy to be with each other and they waited to get married. They dated a while. Um, they have kids. They're just, I don't know, so cute. And she just seems like she's doing well for herself. I actually just bought her makeup kit called Daydreamer. Oh, I didn't realize she had makeup. She does? Yes. She partnered with um, a makeup company, Nude Sticks, I think is what it's called. <laughs> and she, <laughs> I know. And she released Not to be Daydreamer. confused with uh, the club. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um and she just releases makeup kit and it's really good um but i I don't know good for hillary we stand uh we stand uh business um entrepreneurs entrepreneurs who who also act who also sing (laughs) who Um, also support hello fresh and reusable diapers exactly (laughs) she just she just she just uh does does it all it seems um but she does did you see the news about the lizzie mcguire remake Yes, with um, and I'm pretty sure everybody has agreed to be in it. Yes, but the most recent news, it's hit a bit of a oh. snag. So apparently Wait, um, after filming the first two episodes, so two episodes have been filmed. And um, I don't know if you guys okay. saw that, in the um, teaser for Disney Plus, they actually included a brief clip from it. I mean, it was like five minutes yes. long, but that was exciting. Anyway, after they filmed those two, the showrunner was let go. So apparently oh, Disney boy. decided that they want the show to go to a, to go in a different direction. So apparently production is is, is on hold currently. Um, they got oh, boy. a new showrunner now, or no, I'm not sure if they've if they found someone new. But yeah, it's currently on hold. So I mean, that's kind of upsetting that it wasn't you know that the first two episodes weren't going in the right direction. But I guess maybe it's good that they figured that that out now and are gonna uh, switch course on to kind of what the fans want. But yeah, currently yeah. currently it is halted. So I'm not sure if that's gonna push the uh, release date a little bit further out since that first 
showrunner got the boot. <laughs> yeah, I did not hear that. Interesting. Well, hopefully it is for the best and it improves the show itself. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm not sure if they've um, said when it's going to be coming out um, yet. But um, I mean, obviously, I will definitely be watching that. So yes. congrats to Hillary for yes, her go Hill. Lizzie McGuire. This is what dreams are made of, girl. You go, girl. <laughs> you go and you grab those dreams. <laughs> grab them by the horns. <laughs> so that's my most recent, I feel like, what I've been really into. I've been keeping up with her on her social media. Yes, yes. And then um, another icon um, of Sweet Love of Zach and Cody in High School Musical fame is the amazing Ashley Tisdale yes. who has been um, quite active on social media recently. I feel like for a while there, we didn't really hear much from her. She had kind of taken a back, um, taken a step back from the spotlight. Right. Wasn't doing um, a whole lot, but now she's kind of back. I've seen she was active on Twitter when she was commenting on High School Musicals, saying that Sharpay was um, undervalued and was right. the, uh, the true star of High School Musical, which I agree. Um, anyway, um, oh, speaking of High School Musical, we also have a news update on uh, Vanessa Hudgens that we'll get to later um, that I forgot I'd heard about. So anyway, um, Ashley, um, for one, is recently got on TikTok. So Sarish, I know that you have been watching that. Yes, she just posted, you know, those new TikToks where you have to like, there it's called hand gestures and you put up like a piece and you can take a picture. Um, she posted her first like debut on TikTok saying like, I'm like, she said, I'm here now or something like that. Um, and she's been doing TikToks with her mom she's and her back. husband. Oh, that's so, so fun. cute. She like teaches them all the different dances. Her mom's way more into it than her husband is. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> yes, which that's is funny. awesome. But she... I mean, I don't really know what she's doing right now, but she seems to be doing well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't I don't know if she's currently working on any um project. I'm not sure if there's a if there's a specific show. Um, I'll, yeah. I'll look it up for our, for our listeners here. Um, but the other kind yeah. of tidbit of Ashley Tisdale news was that, and this happened a couple weeks ago, which I don't, this is strange. So her husband, um, had, whose name is Christopher French, had never seen the high school musical movies, even though he is married to Ashley Tisdale. <laughs> I find that so strange. Like that is her most famous role. That's hard to believe. How have you not seen her most famous work? Like yes. that that would be like say um if what well, uh, so let's see if Joe Alwyn married Taylor Swift and then it came out that he had never listened to to her songs you know it, that's like right. such it a, an intrinsic part of her and such a main um component of her past like it was just very formative yeah like how would he not have seen it that completely blew my mind so she i think it was maybe it was on instagram had like um had had shown them watching it together it looked like they were watching high school musical three i think so i'm not sure if they'd watched all of them in a row but she finally had showed him it and i think she said that like her husband did not like sharpay (laughs) (laughs) that's hilarious and then now they're having problems (laughs) yeah exactly after that their marriage went downhill she's actually sharpay but yeah i just found that so weird that that's funny her husband had had never seen that high school musical i mean i guess now he has but that was cut before strange. that i know um i was just seeing if uh, i was looking to see what um if ashley had done anything recently um i can't it doesn't look like she um has been in any recent movies um hmm. i really haven't seen anything oh they are making another phineas and ferb movie for disney plus 
So she'll obviously be voicing Candace on that, of course. Oh, yes. Um, oh, I'm so sorry. She is in um, two new things. I completely forgot about this. So she's, she's in a show called Carol's Second Act. It's a sitcom okay, on CBS. So, I mean, I think probably it's demographic is a little bit older than, um, than us. But, yeah, it's with uh, Patricia Heaton, who was on um, Everybody Loves Raymond and uh, The Middle. Um, right. So she's on Carol's second act. And then also in this show called Mary Happy Whatever, um, hmm. which is also starring uh, Bridget Mindler. Um, oh, okay. It's on Netflix. I have not checked it out. I truthfully did not hear much about it. And t- um, I saw it when it was being promoted, but I mm-hmm. haven't watched it recently. But yeah, um, sh- um, they're both on that. So that's on Netflix. Um, it's eight episodes. So I might have to take a look. Um, yeah, I'm, I hadn't heard of it. Yeah, it's called Mary Happy Whatever. I think it might have been a holiday themed. So we um, we might be a little late. <laughs> yeah, to the game. Because yeah, because I, I I always feel weird watching holiday themed things later on. It just you're not in that you're same not mindset. In the you're like, oh yeah. no, I don't don't want to hear sleigh bells in January. So <laughs> sorry. Yeah, that's funny. Um. So yeah, that's what Ashley Tisdale. But yeah, Vanessa Hudgens. I cannot believe that we forgot about this. This was shocking news. Did you hear about this? No, that's she and Austin Butler broke up <gasps> after nine years of I was dating. Say, they've been dating forever. They split. I was absolutely shocked. What? They were so cute together. I, I they loved were. Them. They'd been together for so long that I just kind of assumed that they would, you know, get married eventually. They were not, you know, obviously rushing into it because it had been nine years, but. Oh, they were so cute. I love that. You know, of course, Austin Butler had been on a Zoe 101. So it was mm-hmm. a it was a cute blending of Nickelodeon and Disney and Disney stars from I back know. in the day. Um, I really liked them. I did not hear that they broke up. That's sad. I know. I think that um that that news broke earlier earlier this week. I um, people on Twitter were obviously very upset about it, but then others were saying were were saying uh, at Zac Efron hitting him up saying that Zac and Vanessa Guess who's were single? actually meant to be together. Guess who's single now? So, That's really funny. I could not if that happened. My whole life would be like made. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But I cannot imagine Vanessa and Austin. I mean, nine years, especially from That's a long time. From, I think that that was pretty much the entirety of their entire twenties. Um, I yeah. spent with the same person and now to break up. I mean, I'm sure that they're kind of just like, okay, what now? Like that. What such, do we do? Such a weird feeling. But you know, Austin, um, his career has has really been taking off recently because he was in um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood briefly. Yes. And then he also was cast in the upcoming um, Elvis biopic. So so oh. he'll be playing Elvis, which that role was very coveted. I know. Um. Anzal Elgore and Miles Teller had both were also in the running for it, and Austin won. Beat that him role. out! Wow. So I think Austin's career is kind of taking off. So I'm not sure. Maybe that kind of. I wonder what Vanessa's maybe up to had now. anything to do with it. I know that um, Vanessa has been saying busy. She obviously had her uh, her um, Netflix movie. Remember, it was the what was it called? The Christmas the uh, the Prince? Christmas switch. No, switch switch Prince? yeah yeah. So she did that. She's been doing um she's she had been in couple in a couple of those uh, live musicals um as yes. well. So they're both busy, but yeah, I was very sad about that. And I think that yeah, the, the only thing that could make it better would be if Vanessa and Zach reconciled. Dream team. Zanessa back at it. Yes. Oh my gosh, I remember those headlines. <laughs> oh, That's that hilarious. was that was such a big deal when they were actually dating. It was like, oh my gosh, Troy was- and Gabriella in real life. It was all over the magazine, Zanessa. All over. I mean, every Tiger Beat J14 
Pop magazine was yes. covered with their faces talking exactly. about whatever Sinesta was doing. If they went and got smoothies, then that was a big headline. So it was it was all what the magazine was about. <laughs> I know. Speaking of magazines, yes, those awesome pieces of literature of our past that were so fun. J fourteen, Tiger Beat, Bob, <laughs> all of them. I used to read those. In the lines when my mom was waiting to yes, check out, yes, she course. would never buy them, of course. No, I would read them as fast as I could yeah. before we left the local public. <laughs> <laughs> you could, you could get all of the highlights, um, and all real the hot quick, gossip. yeah. So we're gonna try to every once in a while take a quiz, like you know those flow chart quizzes they had <laughs> that were that so said, hilarious. Yeah. Which musical artist are you going to take to the spring fling? <laughs> which ice cream flavor tells you about yourself and your horse? All of those. Yeah, exactly. They were um, so fun. We're gonna to take, take some. Right. We're gonna so take, we're gonna like, take one movie. today. We have two options. I kind of like the one that says. Which, if should you go to prom with Nick or Joe? Do you want to take that yeah, one? Yeah, let's do that one. So, yeah. So, part of our pop culture um, of the past is regarding the Jonas Brothers. Because we, Sarish and I, had actually, um, our last concert, right? Yes. I think that, well, definitely that that we went to together was the Jonas Brothers reunion concert. It was in September. So we went last September. I actually flew back specifically to go to it because we had, yes. we had bought tickets, like, back in May. I, uh. Remember, I I had uh, gotten up super early, had bought our tickets. Yes, and so yes, we went in September um, with um, our friend Taylor. Hey Taylor, shout, shout out, out to Taylor. you! It was an amazing show. Like it was I feel so like fun. at first we kind of started out, we were obviously excited, but we but by like the end we were obsessed fans again. It was quite a show. It was. It was a lot of fun. All we did was dance and sing and. It was just so much fun that they were all super into it. And they did like mashups of their old songs, and it was a great show to go to for sure. Yes, it was. It was so fun. They, um, they of course did some of their old hits, like "How Can You Not," obviously "Burning Up," "Year 3000, um, but then also did their new stuff as well. So it was so it yes, was such a fun show, and um, it was amazing to be able to see them again because actually my first concert ever back oh, yes. in, this has been like 2006 2007 era was the um meet miley cyrus concert which i was, remember this was when she did half of her concert as miley and half of her concert as hannah which i obviously loved all of the hannah songs better because i actually knew those because they were from from her mm-hmm. show all of the miley songs were of course on hannah montana but anyway the jonas brothers were her opening act so they performed their whole set did obviously um year 3000 i don't think burning up had actually come out yet because that was their like next year so they did year 3000 kind of from that, that whole first album and yeah. then came out and sang with miley um what was that song they they had sang a song with miley on on um, hannah montana Oh, the duet. Um, um, I'm going to look it up. It's called, Um, it's not called, that's just the roll. <laughs> I vividly remember them being in the recording studio in the episode. Yeah, exactly. It is called We Got the Party. Oh, yeah. I remember how it goes. Oh, we yes. got the party with us. That song. So they came out yes. and that. It was amazing. That show was so fun because obviously I was like all into Hannah Montana and the Joe Bros at that time. So, um, right. Yeah. So the I have bookend, bookend it ended I can't even talk, my my my, uh, my my life of concerts with the Jonas Brothers <laughs> yes and they are really good live performers so really fun to watch 
Okay, Parker, are you on the quiz? Yes, I am on TigerBeat.com, which still exists, by the way. So you guys can... Yeah, shocking. Can and they still report. Yeah, I didn't realize it was still, like, up and running, but I guess it is. Yeah. Um, okay, I just so, hit let's play. Okay, so yes, this this quiz, says, it says, going to prom with the Jonas brother is the ultimate dream. But which one would be your perfect date? Take this quiz to find out if you should go to prom with Nick or Joe. I love that they they completely what about Kevin? disregard Kevin. They're like, he doesn't matter. No one wants him as, no as, one their, wants to as go with Kevin. their answer choice. So <laughs> your only two options are Nick or Joe. Uh, so no, no Kevin and no Frankie as well. Uh, no bonus Jonas. No bonus Jonas? <laughs> because uh, let's face it, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. The first let's question. Play. Which color suit will your date be wearing? And the options are classic black, cool blue, <laughs> bold burgundy, or whatever matches my dress. Oh, the answer is easy. What are you saying? Whatever, whatever matches, matches my dress. I'm going to go with bold burgundy because that was what I can't remember if it was Nick or Joe. One of them wore when they sang. Um, only human during their concert remember oh, they, were, yes. they were in like those kind of vintage um, i think it was suits. joe okay might have been joe but i um i like that color so i'm going with bold burgundy okay next okay this is a weird question it says which song will you dance to together and the only two choices are thinking out loud by ed sheeran or love on the brain by rihanna those aren't even what? like like dancey really songs I guess well, they're like love songs. I'm going to go with Love on the Brain by Rihanna because I don't love Ed Sheeran's songs. So I agree 1000%. I'm also going with that one. Okay. <laughs> then there's, oh, this is interesting. Ooh, that video clip. <laughs> I know. It's, oh, look at Nick. <laughs> um, this one says, pick a snap of the bros together. And one of them looks like they're about to embrace <laughs> each other. I'm not really sure. Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on in that one. I'm sorry, guys. This is a very uh, visual question. So. Yes, and then there's just one of Joe wearing a hat of some sort, um, black long sleeve t shirt, and then Nick wearing his flannel with a leather jacket, with the leather and jacket, just staring at the camera. And it looks like a key necklace, nef- necklace, which let's face it, Jamie Lynn Spears did first and better. <laughs> she um, did it better. I think that his hat is dumb, so I'm going with the pick where they're about to hug. <laughs> I'm also going with the pick where they're about to hug, they both look better. <gasps> okay i feel like this question is going to decide your your response so it's cake. it is and that's not fair i know it's cake by the ocean or jealous so both they're kind of solo songs oh my god uh, i have to go kick by the ocean i'm gonna go i had so much fun at the concert that's when he true. played that song i had more fun um dancing to that one but i feel like if i'd like listen listen to a song again like just you know like right now i would pick pick jealous so i'm going with jealous okay Oh, okay. now this is hard. Which Jonas Brothers song is your fave? Hello, beautiful. Year three thousand. Burning up or love bug? Ooh, so those are their. I feel like Hello, beautiful isn't as popular as the others, but um, hmm, this is hard. This is hard. I. I think I'm going to go with Year 3000. I knew you were going to say that. That's also my choice. I feel like, yeah, if I had to listen to a song again, Year 3000, definitely. Burning Up is a close second, but I'm doing Year, year 3000 as well. I mean, it's definitely hard Ooh. to beat. It's calculating. Oh, mine's calculating too. Okay, I got my results. Me too. Okay, let's say it on three. Ready? Okay. One, two, three. Nick. Joe. Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> wow. I wonder what decided. I know. I wonder which question decided that. Hey, this is perfect, it's a real, though. Because a real head scratcher. I do love Joe, and, and Parker does love Nick. Yeah, so Nick is definitely my, uh, is perfect. my, my favorite. Says, so. Joe would be your perfect date. He danced the night away with you and would keep you laughing all night. Ooh, Sophie better watch out. Ooh. <laughs> what does yours say? Mine says Nick would be your dream prom date. He would be nothing short of a gentleman and would look A plus in a tuxedo. <laughs> Mine has a sense of humor. <laughs> Mine is well dressed and well behaved. <laughs> Uh, this hilarious. is bringing back so many memories of taking these quizzes as a kid. I know, I know. Okay, I yeah, that was um that those questions were fun, but I don't like how it seems like it was decided by the one song question. Like, yeah, I think it was a little bit too dependent on that one, which I don't love. I agree. Like, which one of these songs do you like better by each brother? <laughs> yeah, by one by That's Nick hilarious. and one by Joe. That's so funny. Well, we'll have to keep finding some of these and taking them because I love them. Yes, they are so fun to take, even um, if they're the, not the most, uh, let's see, scientifically constructed as far I as w- what your response is. But yeah, I do love uh, taking them. They're a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, I think we've reached kind of the end of our podcast tonight. Yeah, that was pretty, pretty much it. I feel like we have covered a whole gamut of pop culture topics. We but we, yeah, that's pretty much what our goal is. We're, we're going to include some, um, obviously, current stuff that's going on, but also throw it back and, you know, talk about some of the old stuff. Yeah, I think also, as you all listen, um, we this one we did like a lot of intro about us and kind of why we started this podcast and our history but we'll usually be doing a pop culture of the present keeping you updated with all these award shows that are yes. coming up especially in the next few and then always hitting on some sort of nostalgia in the past so right hopefully you enjoyed listening to what we think and our conversation because we think we're hilarious exactly so. we love talking about ourselves and land talking to each yeah. other no we're, no we're kidding we are figuring this all of this out as as we go so i'm sure that yes this show is going to continue to um evolve and progress as we keep going um but pretty Absolutely. much the uh the foundation is going to stay the same um because we we love talking about uh, pop culture past and present and love you know being able to share it with you so i'm sure <laughs> Eventually, we're going to figure it out more and get it um, and, you know, kind of change up what um, our segments are. Um, but, yeah, that was that was pretty much the uh, the entire first episode of PSI. Hate that was you. so fun. That was so much fun, Sarish. Uh, any any parting words for um, our audience? Um, Don't listen to Yummy. He doesn't deserve it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Here's a, the thing. A believer He's an has honest turned, man. And he can make turned. an honest living. Yummy ain't it. <laughs> Sarish values honesty in Herman, okay? Joe, you better be honest. What about you, Parker? Any last words for our fans? Um, I will say um enjoy the SAG Awards tonight. Um, let us yes. know if there's if anything if anything happens that you really want us to talk about next week. Um, go ahead and start watching um you if you haven't, because we're gonna yes, con- continue watching that. Um get caught up on those Oscar movies because there's a whole nine of them before the actual ceremony. Um, and that's about it, you guys. So Parker's you- giving y'all homework. <laughs> you got a whole <laughs> slew of tasks to do. Get on it, you guys. No, no, no. Um, but that is something to definitely look look forward to for our next episode is that we will continue absolutely uh, doing that. And also, if you guys find any fun quizzes that you want us to take, definitely send those our way. Send so. them our way. All right. Well, this is 
Parker and Sarish signing off. PS, S and P, salt and pepper, PS, I hate you. PS, we PS, love I you. Hate you. <laughs> <laughs> but we actually do love you. All right. Well, hey, thanks for listening, people. Yes. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, we'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye. <laughs>